This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I Don't Need an Acting Class is brought to you by weaudition.com. And what I'm realizing is it's so much more than just a place where you can put yourself on tape or rehearse with a reader. There is a link called Actor Meditations. How great is this, right? Uh, Meditation specifically for building confidence, for how to prep for an audition. I mean, there's literally uh, meditation that is meant to be listened to right before you walk into the audition room. So check it out, weaudition.com. And of course, the most important thing is that if you subscribe uh, and you use the code acting class, get 25% off. It's normally $10 a month. But again, for those of you who listen to the podcast, use the code acting class and get 25% off. So check it out, weaudition.com. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. We were rehearsing, you know, God knows what we'll do with it. But Michelle and Chris Petrovsky and my friend Christina Loja and Grant show. So the, we're all rehearsing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. So we meet once a week. You can imagine how intense these rehearsals are. But here's the interesting thing that happened. We had two or three weeks where we talked about what the play was about and ideas about the play and where it was going. And then we had a read-through of Act One. And then we talked about that. But then last week, we had yet another read-through of Act One. What was really interesting was... How much of it worked, which just tells you that a lot of things just have to simmer. They have to swim around in your head. And so we started reading, and it was going quite well. I mean, I could feel it was going quite well because I wasn't bored, which is just, a, you know, people had thought about it enough and made choices enough, not necessarily the choices that we'd live with forever, But it was very committed. And then, all of a sudden, it wasn't working. And we made it all the way to the end of the act. There was a huge section, maybe after, I think we made it probably through a third of the first act. And then it sort of got kind of boring. People didn't know what they were talking about. And so they were grabbing onto anything. Anyway, it was, I mean, it was very interesting. And I realized you have to trust what you know. And there was a point where I think everyone agreed that it just, it's, it suddenly it didn't make sense. And that's when we knew, okay, we have to go back and do some more work. And this is the thing that really interested me about the process, is that there is a point where you know it's not working. 
And when you know it's not working, then you say, all right, I have to go back to the drawing board. I have to go back to the work stuff because it's not, I, I sense it's not working. And it was interesting for me just to be listening to it because up until this point, I mean, I knew where the play was going and I knew what, what was going on. And yet everything seemed very fresh. It seemed very alive. When Nick and Honey came in, it was clear what was going on. It was clear who they were. Things were kind of moving along. And then all of a sudden, it's like it lost its way. But it was funny because everyone felt that. I mean, everybody just kind of felt like, okay. But that's fair. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's part of your talent. Part of your talent is being able to know when it doesn't work. Now, the joy of having a technique is that you then can start to figure out, okay, how do I solve this problem? Uh, it's the reason I will always say to you if, you, if you say I had an audition and it sucked, figure out why. If you have an audition and it's fantastic, figure out why. It is not spaghetti that you hope sticks to the wall. There is a reason. The things that I am advising you to do is when you work, know when you start what you're trying to accomplish in this rehearsal. In this improvisation, it doesn't matter what word you use. But in this, what I'm trying to do is to get a sense of something. I'm exploring. I can use that word. I'm exploring his relationship to, and then do it. And then, once you've done the exercise, step back and say, okay, how did I do? But you have to decide that. You seriously can't listen to that many people. They just don't know. So you have to be able to do that. It's so interesting to me that I've been working with Grant Show on a part he's been doing for three years because it hasn't felt quite right to him. We work. He does improvisations. He doesn't know he's doing improvisations, but that's what he's doing. And then he will improvise the scene. And then suddenly he'll say, oh, yeah, that, I like that. That works. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he's trying to make a TV script work. But he knew. He's known. It just doesn't quite work. Anyway, I, I want you to... Begin to trust yourself because that's what you have. You have yourself. If you feel like it's not working, it's not. And then try to figure out, look, none of this is easy. Try to figure out what's not working. And then think of the tools that you have to fix it. What can I work on? Can any of you think of a specific that 
you have been working on or that hasn't been working for you and how you think you might solve that issue. Yes, Michelle. In terms of honey, she's really very far away from me right now. And something I don't understand yet is why she drinks the way she does and why she's so out of control by the end of the play. I really have to figure out why she does this to herself. And I don't know yet what I'm going to do or how I'm going to explore it, but I know that that's something that I need to Mm -hmm. figure out. Like, why does she drink every single day? I think she's one of those people that drinks like when she gets up. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not sure if you think that, but. What are places you think you might go to explore that? I think maybe the father, her father. Well, something with that. All right. So be careful jumping to something like that because Mm -hmm. it's kind of an uneducated jump and you have to be careful because then what you're suddenly doing is you are building realistically this entire past that has to do with the father who's not in the play except that we know that he he was an evangelical like a Pentecostal yeah minister you have to build him specifically in that respect, but I would be very, very careful about building her rampant alcoholism. Okay. It's like, you know, suddenly it's forcing you down a specific kind of, kind of play. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. I think there is that play. I'm sure there is a play about somebody who drinks because of an overbearing father, but that's not this play. So, uh, you know, the note here is be careful. I, here's where I would start. I would start with the nature of alcoholism. Mm, okay. I would start with that. Okay, uh, yeah. it, it's such a specific... Trust what your problem is. Your problem is, I don't understand why she drinks all the time. So address that issue. And don't try to force another play into it until you address that particular issue, which is, why do people drink all the time? Yeah, I guess I'm trying... It's such a big play, and I'm just, I, you know, I'm overwhelming myself because I really want to... I know. So listen, <laughs> I, I mean, it, look, here's the thing. Don't... JP had the same problem when we were working on All My Sons. It's like I watched him one day in class, and he, and he said, but he was in the Army, but he lost the men, but he was in World War II, but his brother died. But it was like the facts of the play were overwhelming him and and I could see him absolutely drowning in the facts of the play. So start down the road of, this is my initial impression. Mm -hmm. What the impression is, is I don't understand why she drinks all the time. I think it's an escape. 
So you say, okay, now I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at alcohol as an escape. So you, you see, but let things kind of happen. The many things that become problems are grabbing on to something because you think that might make sense when it doesn't. Like maybe it has to do with the father. Maybe it has to do with Nick. But can you see the reason you're overwhelmed is because you're not there yet? Yes. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, I wouldn't be there. I mean, I'm more of an age to play that part than Grant is, even though it's written for somebody younger. And I, I, I still have no idea where I'd start. I Don't Need an Acting Class is created and hosted by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music provided by Jeffrey Keezer Trio, May This Be Love, from their album On My Way to You. Uh, if you have a question for Milton, please feel free to send your email to questionsformilton at gmail.com. That's questionsformilton at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at I Don't Need an Acting Class. And please subscribe, rate, and review. It's all we ask. It's all we ask. We don't do Patreon. We're not begging you for money. All we ask is that if you like the podcast, if you're getting stuff out of it, you subscribe and you rate and you review it. I can't tell you how much that would mean to us. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here next week. 